This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Stand by, Rutherford County. The WGNS Action Line continues a search for truth. Right now that time, 8.13, you're tuned to WGNS on this Monday morning. Today, the 28th of June, and this morning we're talking about the Murphy's Bro City Schools. And with us today, Miriam Hill and also Tori Carr. So I guess starting off, when does school start back up? Great question. So I love saying that school actually starts in August this year. Um, August 6th is the first day of school, and that's a half day. But kindergarten doesn't start then. Um, Kindergarten doesn't start until August 10th. So we have August 6th as the first half day. And then first through sixth graders will go on August 9th as their first full day. That's a Monday. And then our new kindergartners are going for a half day on August 10th. And that is students with the last name A through L. And then August 11th is the half day for M through Z last name for kindergartners. And I guess this year, it's almost like school never really finished because you have summer school. I know it is. Those um, summer school kids are just going right along and they are doing great and having so much fun. Um, I'm actually going to go into a couple of those classrooms this week because I've heard how much fun those kids are having and I haven't been in the schools much this year. And so I think I just need to go and see everything that's going on and they are getting to play with Legos. So I actually saw some of the curriculum. Um, I hadn't seen it before. And so it is a Lego book and they are getting to make um, all kinds of different simple machines. And it really made me want to learn how to do that. (laughs) I I think Legos are making a comeback. I think they are. I'm telling you, I'm not a big Lego person, and I really wanted to go and make them. They were uh, making full swing sets. Um, One was a piggy bank, and so you could drop your coins, and it had a a drawer for all the coins in it. It it was really fascinating. So with this year's summer school program, and they haven't done summer school before, I don't think, right? No, we have never offered summer school. So the big thing that they're focus on, focusing on would be sciences, mathematics, mm-hmm. and, and what else? Um, so it's math and science and then uh, reading. And so our summer school curriculum is really game-based. And so, um, you know, you have the Legos and they're learning how to um, do, say, addition and subtraction with even the Legos or games. And so the math curriculum is called Math for Love. And it's just game-based and the kids are having so much fun. So they'll um, get to play a game and roll the dice and then have to do some sort of addition, subtraction, multiplication with that. And the whole idea with this year's summer school, I guess, is to kind of pick up where, I don't know, where where they are filling the gaps, if you would. Because I don't know how to really word that because it was just such a different past school year. It was a different year. And I think, you know, this with the state guidelines, it is mandated that we do offer it. Um, And so I would say fill in the gaps, but I also like just keep on going. Let's just, the kids just need that and they can just go. And really, like you said, you just, it's just a continuation of the school year. And this year, the funding for 
the summer school, that's not actually coming out of, I guess, local money, right? No, that would be my area, actually. <laughs> Hi, I'm Miriam Hill, and I'm actually with federal programs for Murfreesboro City Schools. Um, so a lot of the funding for summer school is coming from our ESSER funds, um, in which this, the government gave us in order to actually continue continuing to um I guess not widening that achievement gap for our students. So that's a large part of our summer school is trying to just continue that learning from last year in which they may potentially have gotten um, and make sure that they are we're meeting the achievement gap that they have. Now you said ESSER funds. What What is that? I've never heard of that before. You've never heard of ESSER funds. Well, we've actually gotten three allotments for ESSER funds and that's elementary and secondary school emergency fund act. So we have ESSER 1, ESSER 2, and ESSER 3. And that's pretty much the money that the government has given us in order to to, um, I, again, not widening the achievement gap between our students, but to ensure that our students are equipped to continue learning um, and may potentially have hindered them from um, the COVID experience. Have there been a lot of extra funds available to schools, I guess, nationwide because of COVID? Well, because of COVID, yes, we've gotten a lot of extra funds just to ensure that we are providing the proper services that are that should be in place for our students. So for us, specifically Murfreesboro City Schools, we've gotten three allotments. Um, and with those three allotments, we've We've dedicated over 20% of that to um, achievements and academics. And then a large portion of it has been dedicated to social and emotional learning because we know our kids um, have been traumatized potentially by this. Might be the loss of a job from their parents or a loss of a loved one from COVID. So we have to provide a lot of um, social and emotional support for them, um, especially since Murfreesboro City is really about the whole child. So we want to make sure that we are catering to the needs of the whole child that we have um, that we have in place for Murfreesboro City Schools. And the past year has been anything but normal because <laughs> of COVID for sure. But with everything going on, have you heard or have, I guess, the, uh, the counselors at the different schools heard a lot from parents coming in saying, you know, it is different at home. I did lose my job and this is how it is. And I need your help at school. I'm not sure if we've heard a lot from parents so much as it's just the educator in us that says, hey, these kids have been traumatized. These are things that we know are going on. And maybe potentially parents won't come forward or kids won't come forward. But just knowing your kids, and that's the art of our profession, is that we know our kids. And most of the time we know them in and out. So we know when the trauma is present. So when we have these uh, professionals that that focus on social emotional learning, they are able to to in target in on that specific need for those kids. Again, we're talking about the Murfreesboro City School System this morning. And have any studies come about recently that have kind of said, well, because of COVID, kids are having problems in this area, or is it too soon for that? I would say um, it might be too soon for that. If there are studies off the top of my head, I don't know. Um, I feel like there will be a lot of studies done going forward, but I think that, um, you know, the state's really doing a good job with, hey, let's continue this school year. Let's continue this learning to ensure that the learning loss is minimal over the last year. And I know the state is requiring um, summer school this year, and I do believe that it will be required for the next two years as well. Um, don't quote me on that. I do know, though, it will be required. Um, so I think that they're really looking forward, um, looking forward to, hey, let's ensure that these kids are continuously learning over the next few years and to make up for this last year. And throughout the whole COVID pandemic, I know free lunch programs, free breakfast programs mm -hmm. were available. Then that falls over into the summer. Now, during the summer, that happens every year. Yes. But how is all that going? So great. Um, you know, our nutrition department is amazing. And 
they just like everyone else i think we just keep on going um last year the nutrition department just took all the lunches onto the chow buses with the help of our sros we were out every single day this year looks a little different but it's still going so summer school's free lunches as well breakfast and lunch um and then we're still the chow bus is not rolling but all of the schools um you can go in and sit and have your breakfast and you can have your lunch and then there's also weekly drop-off points um so the bus you go you go to the location and you get a full week's worth of breakfast and lunch um so is it frozen or, or what is it um yes some of it is and then some of it is just microwavable anything easy for the kids to just be able to go heat up themselves if they have to and um some of it is the fresh fruit it's all mandated by the usda so it's all healthy and i have seen them and they look great (laughs) they look delicious really (laughs) so has has the school overall i I mean all the schools here have they changed a lot as far as you know in the 80s you had the latchkey children is what they (laughs) called them where they would go home and to be an empty house because mom or dad would be working but has that picture changed at all because of covid um that's a great i guess it depends on each individual family you know we have parents who are now working from home versus parents who are still going into the office you know we at central office have kept on going throughout this school year and throughout covid so um i would say that depends on each individual household now you were mentioning early earlier uh, about august 6 being the date for school to start mm-hmm. back up but not for kindergartners right how do you go about signing your kids up for kindergarten and is it too late no it is not too late you have to sign your kids up for kindergarten um they must be five before august 15th and you can go anytime and go on the website at cityschools.net and click new student registration um, once our attendance secretaries are back in the building the last week in July. So if you need a paper copy, you can go to the school and register your child in person, in paper, that last week of July. Um, you know, of course, we prefer you do it beforehand online at cityschools.net. You know, I think a lot of people get confused the word preschool and kindergarten. Mm-hmm. So what, what is the difference and is kindergarten required? Kindergarten is required. That is mandated by... I'm going to say the state, if not the Department of <laughs> Education. Department of Education. Department you have education. to send your kids to kindergarten. Uh, <laughs> um, and then the preschool, we have um, voluntary preschool. And then we also have our integrated preschool. And so those are for the children who are four. And um, it's a good transition to go into the school year. And that really also helps them prepare for kindergarten. So back to federal funding and state funding is preschool is that funded by the federal government or is that something that's at the state level or is it local um that is actually funded by the state so it just depends on which uh, sector you get to so if we're doing voluntary or um or we're doing integrated but that does not come out of your SR funds so what is integrated versus the voluntary program what what is the difference with that integrated is um you have your typical kids and they are the peer models for the special education kids. And so it's those integrated classrooms to really help both of those um, children just work with each other and you see, you know, your friends and you make friends and you, um, those peer models are really good examples for the special education kids of, hey, 
let's see how we work in a classroom and let's all work together. Now the voluntary pre-K is, um, I believe income based and you can sign your child up. Um, I, they might still be taking applications. I know they were as of a couple, maybe last month. Um, and all that information is found on cityschools.net. And um, that is voluntary. So you can sign your kid up if you want them to go to preschool. You fill out an application and um, Roxana Dove will get in touch with you. So is it too late at this point or can we still sign up for the preschool program? I would say it's never too late and I might get in trouble for saying that. But it's always good to ask and um, you can always ask. You can call or email um, 615-893-2313 and ask for preschool. Um, that email address is also found on our website as well. Again, we're talking about the Murfreesboro City Schools this morning, and once more, August 6th is the start date for the new school year here in Murfreesboro, and that is the city school system, not to be confused with the Rutherford County <laughs> system, but I know a lot of the dates are similar. They are similar. Um, I know that our systems work really hard um, to mirror each other, and the start date might not be exactly the same, but they will be pretty close. Um, and then our fall break and spring breaks are usually falling on that same week as well. I know at one point, a lot of the city schools went up to sixth grade. Is that still the case? Or it is. It, fifth? Okay. it is still sixth grade in all of our schools. And, and how many schools now are there in the city? We have 13 schools with 14 campuses. So Mitchell Nelson has the primary and the elementary, but it is 13 schools um, with that recent addition of Salem on the west side. And, and how many kids are there? There are right about 9,000. And that, I'm sure, is growing every day, yes. every year. Every year. Um, we are anticipating this to be our largest kindergarten class. Um, so we are really prepping about that and prepping for that. And just all of those parents who chose to keep their kid back one more year um, because of COVID. So they will now, you have to be in school by the time that you're six mandated by the Department of Education. So um, all of those parents will be sending their kids back to school this year. Okay, so is there anything that parents can do to kind of get their kids ready for school, especially if oh, it's their yes. first year? <laughs> yes, yes. Um, our ESP program has a wonderful week. It's a camp called Kinder Camp. So you must sign up for um, kindergarten in order to go. But this week-long camp, um, they actually have... Uh, kindergarten teachers work with the students to practice let's practice and see and it's based at their school and so in most cases um, I know ESP is combined at a few locations but it's getting to know the school getting to see where the bathrooms are you know a lot of these kids have never been inside of a school before if they haven't done pre-k or if they don't have siblings so it's learning how to walk in a line learning how to carry a lunch tray learning how to open your milk let's see where the bathrooms are let's go over a couple of routines that they're going to see in those um, kindergarten classrooms um, on our website as well we have had um, we've worked hard to come up with 10 great ways for parents to help prepare their child for kindergarten um, a couple of these things do talk about routines so you know can your child wake up on time and go to bed on time? You know, that's important. And that's how the family can really get involved. They can all work together. Um, and as far as, you know, opening your milk and going to the bathroom, let's make sure those children can do all those things on their own. Um, we always talk about reading 20 minutes a day. Um, that is so important. And 
there's a great list. I think it's 50 books um, to read before kindergarten. And then that really gets the, um, once again, we are all about getting the families involved in everything that the parents can do with the kid or the siblings. Um, I always like to say, drive by the school. Let's just check it out. Let's show your uh, student where your school is. You can look, you can see where you might drop your kids off at. Um, and our playgrounds are open every day after 6 p.m. Uh, we just want to make sure ESP is gone. And they're also open on the weekends. So let your kid go and explore the playground. Again with us this morning, Tori Carr and also Miriam Hill from the Murfreesboro City School System. Do you have a lot of kids who really feel lost when they first come to school that first couple of weeks? You know, I would say I'm would not the educator, so, so <laughs> Miriam's been in the school. I would say yes. I mean how nerve-wracking for those I, I think kids. that they may be a little afraid, but I think there's so much excitement and adrenaline mm-hmm. running that they are just, they're so ready to explore um, something different from being at home and just learning different personalities, learning different teachers, um, learning, getting new friends, like making new friends, you know, they love to make new friends and it, it's so exciting and it's such an exciting time um, for our kindergartners to be in the building. And I would say, I think if anything that this last year has taught us is kids are so adaptable. Mm-hmm. They are resilient and adaptable and they just go 100 miles an hour all the time so i think it they have to be so nervous walking into the new school but they're but the, you would never know you it. would never you know would never and those know kindergarten it. teachers i think that they are they that, are miracle workers they are miracle workers <laughs> i was with three little upcoming kindergartners this last week and i looked at miss latondris and i said wow you are amazing and she said Yep, and I do it with 20 of them, not just three. (laughs) So how big are most classes? Are they about 20 students? Mm -hmm, They are. um, 20, 21 students, depending on the school. Um, Some of them might be lower, depending on their enrollment numbers. Is there a fear of kids coming back to school and not really having that idea of how to socially interact like they used to? Because, I mean, we keep saying it's been different Mm -hmm. over the past school year, and it has. But have they lost some of that social interaction and some of those skills that go along with it? I wouldn't. I wouldn't think so. I think that, you know, they're so adaptable. Um, That's what we have to understand as far as kids are concerned. They're a blank slate, and once you pour into them, they fill up. And I think that a large part of them, they're so resilient, and honestly, we're probably more impacted than kids are um, as far as knowing what's going on. They're just ready to be back in buildings. They're ready to, I mean, this is their normal when you think about it, especially coming into kindergarten. This is all that they know. So because of that, I think they're they're so excited, as as we are as educators, to start the school year, the date that we were set to start, and just to go in full force and pour in to them so what about those parents who you know fear i guess going back into that integrated atmosphere and worrying about covid19 is there an option for those parents um there is always an option um as far as enrolling your child into Murfreesboro city schools is that what you're asking yeah do they have to do either homeschool on their own or can they still enroll their student into the school but yet do it at home virtually Um, No, so we are not offering a virtual school or an at-home learning option. Um, So students will be in person. If they choose, then they have that right and can homeschool if they do not want to send in person. So really, I mean, it sounds like the schools are going back full speed, ready to go. We are. 
it, the numbers are going down for COVID. They have continuously gone down. So I guess this upcoming school year, everything is expected to be somewhat normal. It is. And I think we're all excited for that. I think we're excited to get back into the buildings and see all the students back in the classrooms. And, you know, those parents who do, who chose to distance learn, um, and then those kids will be back. And I think everyone is just really excited to start this new school year. So I, I'm going to take a short break. But when we come back, I know a couple of years ago, things kind of changed around the free and reduced lunch programs. And we saw a lot of schools offering, instead of just saying, hey, this person gets a free meal, instead it tur turned to the whole school. So let's kind of mention that when we come back. I'm curious to learn more about that. Right now the time, 8.33, and we're talking about the Murfreesboro City School System. Again, stay with us, and we will be right back. Hummingbird Hill is an equal opportunity provider. Hummingbird Hill is Smyrna's newest apartment home community for people 62 and older. Uh -huh. Located at 443 Mason Tucker Drive. So is it, is Income restrictions apply. Background and credit check required. Listen live to WGNS Radio on our website, and Alexa, or Google devices. Search WGNS Radio for on-demand podcasts in iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Plus, we have direct links to podcasts at WGNSRadio.com. Family Staffing Solutions is proud of our local veterans. I'm Becky Bookner, and as life challenges appear, talk with Family Staffing Solutions about how we can help you stay at home. Call Family Staffing Solutions. Family Staffing Solutions. WGNS proudly salutes and remembers our U.S. veterans who have served our country. Writing over 60 letters to veterans in Biloxi, Mississippi during COVID-19. Veterans who could not leave base to go home and see their families during Thanksgiving or Christmas. This is a letter written by Carrie Boylan, who was inspired to become a VA Redcoat. I am still eating leftovers from Thanksgiving. Nurse Callie was kind enough to share her mac and cheese with me, along with some other favorites. Now I know what all the fuss is about. Oh my gosh, it's so good. I thank God for stretchy clothes. Hope you all had a marvelous Thanksgiving. I am so grateful for you and all the veterans who sacrificed their families during the holidays, especially for my freedom. God bless you all abundantly. It appears that winter is here this week in South Mississippi. Of course, you can never predict 10 day weather here, but it does promise to be chilly for the next week or so. Of course, your heat will be turned up and everyone will be warm and toasty. I know you join me in praying for those less fortunate and you help wherever you can. Below our jokes, courtesy of our friends at the Laugh Factory. Can a kangaroo jump higher than the Empire State Building? Of course, the Empire State Building can't jump. Why couldn't the leopard play hide and seek? Because he was always spotted. Have a great evening. Blessings. Carry. Restoration One of Middle Tennessee. A team of experts and immediate responders who help homeowners after disaster strikes. After disaster strikes. Fire, water, or storm damage. We can help you get your life back to normal quickly. Restoration One Middle Tennessee.com. Locally and veteran. Precision Air knows you want the air inside your home as safe and clean as possible. Clean the air in your home with an affordable UV system. WGNS listeners get $50 off. 615-930-0088. A whole house air purifier. 615-930-0088. Old friends, a new name, better together, as First National Bank of Murfreesboro transforms into Capstar Bank, our focus is on you. We're entering a new generation of banking in Rutherford County, but we'll always remain a community bank with local people you trust 
and uniquely exceptional service you deserve. We're at 2230 Mercury Boulevard, capstar.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. We'll see if you scattered showers and thunderstorms here for this afternoon with partial sunshine developing a high in the mid-90s. Winds out of the south around 5 to 10 miles per hour. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 72. Good morning. Still quite a bit of traffic volume out here on 24 up past 840. Give yourself a little bit of extra time. We've seen some radar out here this morning. Interstate traffic, though, seems to be cooperating for the most part on 24 up through the Hickory Hollow area towards Nashville. Ripley's Aquarium, Sleep of the Sharks Family Edition, is perfect for the kids and the grandkids. Check it out at Ripley's Aquarium of the Smokies.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We're News Radio WGNS 100.5, 101.9, Online and on your phone at WGNSradio.com. The Action Line on FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSradio.com. We're Rutherford County's place to talk. Time right now, 8.38. You're tuned in to WGNS. Miriam Hill and Tori Carr with us this morning from the Murfreesboro City Schools. And before the last break... I mentioned about the free and reduced lunch program. So how does all of that work and and what does it look like for this upcoming school year? Great question. So for the upcoming school year, um, we are excited that all of our students will receive um, free breakfast and free lunch. Um, This has looked different in the past couple of years based off uh, guidance from the state. Um, So, you know, typically, that for free and reduced um, some of our schools you do have to fill out an application for that and then some of our schools are considered um, CEP schools so those schools do get free and um, or free meals so again are you saying all the schools this upcoming year will be on that free yes program okay all schools will receive free breakfast and lunch so the kids just go through the lunch line and that's that they get their that's meal? it okay. that's all they do um you know parents still can bring their child's lunch and you know students sometimes eat two lunches and their parents pack their mom or dad packs their lunch and i see them have their lunch pots and their meals and they just are real happy when that happens <laughs> so who covers those costs on years like this where it is free for everybody that's a great question um uh Mary? i'm almost <laughs> certain that the, that the government does okay so, so that'd be like a, a federal the program state, yes. or the state? The state. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so our nutrition department is under the usda and it's a federal program okay so as we close out this morning i, I guess the biggest thing school starts back up august 6th for yes. the city school system and, and what are other things that we need to know about um other things that we need to know about um, just I would, a reminder about kinder camp. Oh, going kinder on. camp. Um, register your child. I know there are some people who have not said their kids are returning back to school. It's not too late. Um, right now, you if your child is currently and they went to city schools last year and you did not register, um, call your school that last week in July when those attendance secretaries are back and let um, your school know that you're coming. We have to know and you know it's really helpful to for the principals and for the attendant secretaries and really for the teachers. They can go ahead and get their classroom rosters already and um, those attendant secretaries and principals are working hard that last week of July getting everyone 
put in place. So if you had a child who was, let's say, in fourth grade last year, they're going into fifth grade this year, mm-hmm. same school and everything, they still have to let the school know yes. we'll be back. You have to let the school know that you'll be back, and it's just a um, a form just like anything else, and you just register your child for the next school year. And then how do you find out what school you're zoned for if you're new to a new neighborhood? Yeah, you can um, call uh, our central office at 615 893 2313 or you can visit our website cityschools.net and um, see where your child is zoned i know there's a couple areas where it's a little confusing so i would say it's always best to call and just give your address with all the upcoming houses and the new neighborhoods everywhere Um, call the central office and they'll be able to help you are there plans in place for adding another school yet not to my knowledge knowledge. (laughs) so i I guess that'll just We'll see what happens. We'll in time. see what, what happens. happens with the growth of Murfreesboro. We would definitely just see what happens. <laughs> and again, we have about what nine thousand students. Nine thousand students um, and thirteen schools. And this upcoming school year is expected to be the biggest record year, I guess, for the number for, of students. Yes, um, especially for those kindergartners. We're excited to see them in our buildings. So when funding plays a role within the school system. Are there different levels? Like once you hit 10,000 students, you're eligible for all of this, let's say, extra funding in this department or that department. How, how is that based, the different tiers of funding? I think the state department, well, the, the federal government gives us money for per pupil expenditure. So it just depends on how many kids are in the building. But the, the amount per key, it does not change. And, and how much, I guess, are schools in general spending on per student? I, I know you have a <laughs> per pupil ratio of how much money is actually spent on each student i can't quote you that exact number right now <laughs> don't know that one <laughs> and i don't guess that, that changes yearly that too. does change yearly um especially with all that's going on in the world right now and again school starts back up august 6 and on that august 6 date it's a half day and then what, mm-hmm. a, day a later? half day that i think august 6 let me look at my calendar might be a thursday oh it is a friday and then the ninth is that monday so that's the first full day august 9th and with that half day the friday august 6th that's right around the corner it seems like school starts oh earlier than it used to no, well you know earlier last than when we were in school <laughs> yeah, definitely that. last year um i think we started the last week it was maybe like a july 30th what i'm not sure the exact date and oh it just hurt to say that school was starting in july and we couldn't <sighs> So I really like this August 6th start date this year. Yeah, July would be way early. <laughs> yes. And I, the summer has just flown by. And I mean, so August is right around the corner. And I think, um, you know, parents can just talk to their kids. Hey, if they're in summer school, it's just that continuation of learning. If they're not in summer school, then it's, oh, we got to start going to bed on time. It's <laughs> <laughs> hard to get in that routine of getting to, you know, yes. the kids to bed because summertime the kids are up till 11 o'clock at night usually. i see mine um the kids in my neighborhood they are out playing baseball at 7 a.m and wow. they are out <laughs> oh they they like to start early you wouldn't catch high schoolers out <laughs> <laughs> these are elementary kids and they are out all the time but i know that when school when school starts back they are dragging those first couple days <laughs> again with us this morning Miriam hill and tori carr with the murfreesboro city schools well thank you for joining thank us thank you morning. thanks for having us before we go i just want to thank all of our teachers administrators everyone that is employed by murfreesboro city schools it's been a great year it's been a great summer we're excited about getting back to some normalcy next year we appreciate all that we you do. do we appreciate our families and our kids and we are just excited for this new year learning sounds good well thank you for joining us thanks time right now 8 45 more news and information is coming up
Here at Bud's Tire, we make buying Michelin tires simpler. I'm Allison Mitchell with Bud's Tire Pros. We offer a straightforward approach to service, including nationwide warranties with every purchase. Stop in today to see our full lineup of Michelin and BF Goodrich tires. For whatever you drive, Michelin and BF Goodrich have a tire to fit any need. Bud's Tire Pros, hassle-free, guaranteed. We're located on East Main Street, exactly three miles from the town square, one mile past Rutherford Boulevard. Visit us online at BudsTireProsTN.com.